The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, here to ask the question we've all been wondering. It's been building for six years, and finally tonight, I think we're going to get to the bottom of it. Jake, Abby? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is YHS cake? <laughs> well, we're, we're going to need Mikey Day to help us figure well, that out. We're we're sweet, <laughs> yes. we're filling, yes. and we're all fluff. Yes. There it is. Yes. Yeah. We are I cake. cake. I think we're cake. Is it a podcast or cake? Uh, it's not a meal. <laughs> Soup is not a meal. Cake is not a meal. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Craig Goldberg here, as always, with my co-hosts, my wonderful, beautiful co-hosts. Remember I used to do that all the yeah, time? Yeah, <laughs> you did, but then we like progressed as people. <laughs> and we stopped doing that. Abigail Gardner, what's up? Yeah, I'm your cohort. Um yeah, I'm great. Thank you. It's been a nice day. Been, been enjoying myself, chilling, relaxing. It's a chill day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, how are you, sir? I'm okay. I did not get to just chill and relax all day. I had to go to work, and I hated it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's my I, first I day back at work after like a fun weekend, and it sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a good weekend. Jake, but you money's were cool. What? I said, but money is cool. You made it the was, money back. That it you was spent. it was cool to like get money and put it in your wallet <laughs> instead, instead of, of doing the opposite. And, it, yeah. and you know, I've been off of what, you know, I didn't work. I haven't worked the rest of the week. I was off a couple days last week. So I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is, this cool. is cool. I like this. Money. Cool. This is why I do this. So yeah. you felt like people came in and gave you money instead of you going to other people and giving them money. Yeah. But then I got mad. <laughs> I, so I, I made a good amount of money today. You know, my, I make, you know, I'm, Everybody knows what I do. So uh, my the amount well, of money might I not. make. Jake, what what do you do? For sure, those I, who are new. I, for those who are new, I, I tattoo for a living. So sometimes my income is different data. You know, I don't make the right. same amount of money. Sure, I made a good amount of money today. Okay, and I got home and I was counting it, and I got mad that I did not have that money for the toy show, <laughs> which makes actually. no sense. But I was yeah. like, fuck! If I could just go back, if you I could, could just buy go back, else. okay. Dude, that's funny. Well, Abby, we posted our video of our toy show. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. At I want to say congrats to Jake on the good money day. I know that's important. It was a good money mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And congrats to all of us on good pickups of the toy show. Yeah. yeah. We we have a spend-a-meter. <laughs> which... I, that's my stress tonight, honestly. Like, putting that out there. <laughs> I I mean, I'm proud of it, I suppose. Well, well I'm stressed because out. I think we spent more than you actually put on the meter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think we did. There's some things that didn't ding on there. I was like, oh, he missed, <laughs> he missed this. He missed Whoa, this. There was a couple things we didn't like. There was a couple like you things know, we, we didn't report. Yeah, yeah, unreported. It's like unreported income. Unreported money. Yes, yeah. we when, <laughs> when you're at a um 
a toy show and you're trying to film like there's times where like I would come back and Jake just had a bag of stuff. I'm like, well, what happened? Yeah. I, well, yeah. Let me put my camera in the bag or Abby went off and bought something. And yeah. um, so we tried to get all of it. It was almost all there. Um, yeah. No like. major purchases were left. No. Did so. the no. Michael Jordan wrapping paper make it into the count? It, yeah, I, I think it did. So I, I think, think it did. Yeah. I'm $5 looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So we went to Toylanta. We, we covered it a good amount on toy anxiety. We claimed that we, on our. We text. claimed the. Stop the text. Yeah. What's going over there? Oh, <laughs> you're still doing the tax yes. thing. Okay. Um, but it was good. It felt good to go to a toy show. It felt good to be out in the world. Jake, uh, Toylanta. We went last year. How do you think it compared this year? Was it? Did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I, I think I bought more stuff this year than I did last year, and and I, I guess that means that it had to live up. I I was hoping, I, I knew there was not going to be any Godzilla stuff, but I was hoping there would be. Um, right. So I'm a little bummed by that, but I bought a lot of cool stuff, and I'm excited about it. And I'm and I'm kind of I'm looking around my toy room right now, and you know, last the last few weeks have been pretty big for me as I was able to um, clear out a giant pile of stuff that was building up. I, I got some more space in here, but now my floor is now covered again in toys that I have to find out like where to put them. But yeah, yeah I think it was, I, I don't want to say there was nothing about the show that was, I don't want to say it was a bad show. It wasn't, but it is a lot of the same sellers there. I, I saw a lot of the same stuff some of the sellers are selling the same stuff that they sold last year. And that kind of, that that's a little bit of a bummer, but right. I think we all found a lot of cool stuff. A lot of good pickups. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know my, my toy room is kind of like it was clean and now it's messy again. And last night I was getting cats out of there, you know, Jean, Bean. Jean she, her new thing is sleeping under the USS flag table. Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of other boxes in there and she kind of like barricades herself to where when she gets in there, I can't get her out until she's ready to come out. And you, Jake, you've met this cat. She's about yeah. 20 pounds. She's not going anywhere. She doesn't want to go. No, so dude, that's her. I was now. having I was having toy room stress last night trying to get the cats out. <laughs> also, we're out of cat treats. We were out of temptations, to be honest. Yeah. So, so was, you were just like crunkle, crinkling bags trying to like get her out and cooler. I was trying to fake her out. <laughs> I was like, look, I've got treats. And it's just like Pringles or something. I don't know. She's not anyway. No cats in the toy room. No. She's not. She knows exactly what she's doing. She saunters in she there when the we're sound. not paying attention. <laughs> and then she like... Posts up she knows, where she, she knows. can't be new. And also, she loves Jake. Dude, she misses you. What like, happened, Abby? Tell him. After you and Jess left, and I don't know, she probably loves Jess just as much too, I think, because uh when you guys no. left and No, it's just <laughs> Jake. Me. You have you have a really special relationship with her. Um, and you always pay really nice attention to her and give her pets. So she loves you. Uh, and when you left the other day after you closed the door, she sat facing the, the front door and the porch just like for two hours, like looking, waiting <laughs> for you to come back. But then Abby goes, but then Abby was like, I think she thinks you and Jake are the same like entity. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. Here. She's like this dad, right. dad, both dads. <laughs> love them. Um, <laughs> but listen, I want before we get into anything, before we talk about our weekend, um, before we talk about Ghostbusters or anything, I, I got some stress, and I, I, it's been a while since I've done a proper stress. By the way, somebody commented on YouTube that they went into the archives and listened to the entire Linda Blair uh, story. Oh wow! 
the Very two cool. part the two part saga our early yeah. one um and uh, they they were like a new YHS listener. I thought that was really cool. So yeah, if you're new to this, if you're new to us, as we as we continue to to grow, and we're like a like a ball rolling down the hill, we're bringing on new people all the time. And say hey, sometimes you got to let old people go too. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. There's probably people that listen to us for the first you're two years and haven't come back. And for them, your analogy needs work. You're an idiot. The ball that rolls down the hill and gathers people. That's what we are. <laughs> And well, it's we like might the be- critter ball from critters. Okay. Okay. And we're cake also. Also yeah. we're cake. And we're cake. Yep. We're yeah. cake. Okay, cool. Um, I've got to stress. But before I do that, I want to say, Jake, I know you and Jake, he recorded Monster Island last night. Is this true? Yeah. It well, is true. It? Well, how was it? <laughs> Did you have a good time? It was you great, man. Was- YHS Prime is going to someday morph into a YHS on Monster Island after show. <laughs> it was sort of a... It was sort of a little more YHS like because we uh we we didn't talk about any like specific Godzilla movies. We we kind of roasted Super Seven for about a half an hour, and then <laughs> um, and then you know we 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 both talked about the toy show. I talked about going to a toy show as a buyer, and Jay talked about his experience at a toy show over the weekend as well, but as a seller. So it was cool. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, that I think it'll be up by the time this gets up. So uh, if you have not listened to YHS on Monster Island, our Kaiju and Godzilla and Monster specific spinoff show with Jake and Jay Key, find the podcast feed or find the playlist here on YouTube mm-hmm. because the knowledge bombs that are dropped. Yeah. It's like people say that Godzilla is like uh, an allegory for, for nuclear warfare. I think it's an allegory for the nuclear warfare that Jake and Jay are dropping every week on Monster Island. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's okay. what I'm, I was going to say. It's an education. Yeah, it's that, that you won't yeah, even know you're sure. getting because it's very fun and yeah. pleasurable and enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Well, also in that way, Abby, it's sort of like cake. <laughs> yes, you know the educational part of the cake, <laughs> the sprinkles at the very center yeah, of the cake. Yeah. There's three people who get this joke, and there's a bunch of people who don't. Everybody knows it was the Dude, number one show Netflix. on Netflix yesterday. Thanks, Everyone Nick. has Netflix. I got in one episode comments, left. Let us know. It's, I was literally I writing in my journal and show. using cake metaphors today. Um, <laughs> because it's just in there. My Everything favorite could be cake. My favorite moment ever is what we're doing Wookies and Cookies. And we're uh, Jake and Abby are arguing with each other about the the portions. This yeah. is four years ago. Yeah. And Jake looks at Abby and goes, baking's not a science. She goes, it's literally a science. Like it was the funniest, <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. It was it's uh, a science that I don't actually enjoy. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> That's not my thing. Uh, um, but we we did good. No, that. we did good. We had fun. Okay, here we go. My stress. I talked about it. I've been teasing it for a couple weeks, but I, I figured we talk about it on Toy Anxiety. We talk about it in real life. We got to bring it to YHS Prime. I am in the process. I am in the midst of making my Holy Grail toy purchase. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have been actively searching for a near complete or complete Ghostbusters Filmation Ghost Command for the last two to three years. Uh, finding um, finding one is near impossible. Every now and again, they pop up on eBay. They're never complete. They're always broken. There's always various things wrong with it. And they always still go for tons of money. I mean, there was a guy last year, I think he got a thousand bucks for just the two pieces, the two sides of the house with broken tabs and nothing else. So 
it has become increasingly rare, increasingly hard to find. And I have been building out my Filmation Ghostbusters collection for like for years now, a couple figures at a time. It's expensive. And all the reasons with vintage toys, right? We all know when you're putting a line together, it's a, it takes time. It's a, you know, there's money involved and there's accessories involved mm-hmm. and it, it, it can be a lot. I finally put the figure collection together over pandemic. Uh, and by the way, if we were in the past listening to this and I just dropped over pandemic, like part of a casual conversation, we'd be like, what, what is he talking about? There was a pandemic. <laughs> There's no way there was a pandemic. That must've been like some sort of music festival. I went to um, anyway. widespread pandemic. Yeah, there you go. Um, I got the vehicles. I got all the stuff. Pandemic couple- at the disco. Nice. Oh, nice. Sorry. We got two good ones in. No, I'm it's sorry. worth it. If you have another one, jump in. Did you go to the uh the Atlanta Zoo? They got the the two baby uh pandemics. Uh, the International House of Pandemics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> sorry. So, no, it's beautiful. It's what were you talking about? Filmation goes to passage command. of time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> God forbid one makes small talk when they're driving. This was two years ago we heard this. Anyways, a couple weeks ago in our Toy Anxiety live stream, a gentleman who has his own YouTube channel, uh, toy channel name, SoCal Shallowin. Shallowin. I can't say that word. I can't say it. I know I can't say it. Shall? SoCal Shallowin. Lynn. He said, hey, my local toy store has a ghost command. Don't know if it's complete. The box has been there for a couple of years. I, I was like, dude, please slide into my DMs. And he did. He slid right in. Mm-hmm. We started talking. He's in San Diego. Literally, I would have driven to go get this thing the next day. It is in the furthest place it could be in the United States from us in Atlanta. <laughs> I still considered just going. Called the shop, started talking, started getting the details. It is not only complete. It is unused in bags, unused sticker sheet with box. We went back and forth for weeks. He sent me detailed photos of everything. Finally closed the deal. SoCal Shallon went to the store. He packed everything up for me. Gave him a little finder's fee. Okay. When when you go to work for, for the YHS, when you do those kind of favors, you need a little, little back end scratch. We take care of you. And by scratch, I don't mean like scratch the cat. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that good of a finder's fee. Um, and uh, he shipped it out today. I have the tracking number. It is in three separate boxes. The box alone is in its own box. It's that big. It's got to be. That's that's a way to go. That's yeah. good. Boxes so, in a box. Yeah, piecemeal. Boxes in a box. It's on the way. My plan is when it gets here next week, to leave the podcast i'm just done with this i'm just gonna pack my bags i'm gonna gonna get my ghost command and get a cabin and we're gonna live together no uh, i'm gonna do a video i want to do like an assembly video i am gonna put it together i am gonna put it on display i don't know how i'm gonna yeah see why are you coming at me with what are you well i'm sitting here (laughs) in the room that we record in and there's so much stuff like well it's not going in here Okay, in the toy room. It's not going in the toy room. It's going to go under the uh, USS flag. <laughs> yes, because our cat Gene is not going to be happy about that. With the cat, no. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, Jake. Part of the thing we've been talking about over the last week or two is as you, as we've gotten new toys and started new collections, like you kind of have to sit in bed at night and like virtually rearrange your toy room. 
right? right? And that's what I've been doing I do the at same night. Thing with my okay. Animal Crossing Island. Yeah. So yeah. I I have a plan, but I don't know if it's going to work. But I have a plan. So um, you have twelve percent of a plan. I've got four percent of a plan. Um, but I'm excited about it. it. It's definitely like I, you know, I've been I coined the phrase "year of the playset," um, and uh, I'm going to trademark that. And uh, I've been able to do it this year. I've gotten some awesome playsets. I got the 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 damn USS flag and the police academy playset. And like this, my stress is once I get this though, like I might stop collecting toys. Oh, like you finished the I, game, you beat it because you got the ghost command. I understand that. I mean, I think the Ghost Command's probably the top prize as far as playsets go. But I also, you know, I was watching the toy debate last week on yeah. Geek Dad Life's channel that you uh, you helped out with, and and whenever yeah, and when Jay started talking about that Technodrome, yeah, I was like, oh, I want a Technodrome, <laughs> and I started yeah. looking them up. Yeah, I feel like if it's year of the playset, you got to have a Technodrome. Mm-hmm. Well, I have that. Do you have that? Yeah, you need that. Yeah, Jake needs But it. you know what? Well, I didn't I know. I didn't know that it connected to the sewer playset. I didn't. And now either. I, I can I see it now. That. I didn't remember it. Oh. So I think I'm going to connect them. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited about it. We'll have more details on that next week. Um, but it is my top tier number one wanted toy action figure acquisition like ever. I mean, it's my Jaws barrel. Yeah. You want to hear the sad part? Yeah. You know it's, hmm. Can I get real for a second? Yeah. Always. I don't remember if I had it as a kid. I don't think I did. Probably didn't. I know I, I had feel, some. Go for it. I was it. just gonna say, I feel I feel like the um the filmation Ghostbuster stuff was it was not on my radar as a kid. You know, the cartoon was a little bit here and there, but I I, I didn't come to appreciate filmation ghostbusters until i was a little older because i hated it as a kid it's a fake i hated it because it wasn't ghostbusters you know and i would get annoyed when it was on because it would trick me and i would think that the real ghostbusters was coming on and it it was filmation and i didn't like it back then so i don't i don't i don't remember seeing toys in stores or any of that right Mm -hmm. yeah um what was the cost of it when it first came out and hit shelves not make 120 bucks 100 bucks maybe i mean it's like that's still i mean i'm just thinking about whether parents were like well it was expensive and it was also not the real ghostbusters um but i mean even like the uss flag was like 120 bucks when it came out we saw they're trying to sell one at toylana in sealed for forty thousand dollars so it's like (laughs) it's so insane what has happened with toys but anyway so yeah we'll, we'll have more updates on that um as we uh, as it gets closer it should be here next week and uh yeah i'm super grateful i'm super excited and um for such a rare you know what the most annoying thing is for such a rare hard to find playset, i literally know three people personally who have it yeah <laughs> geek dad has one zach myers has one Although he he brings his around, Jake, he brought his yeah. to your house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's sh- show and tell. I mean, it's a it's an impressive thing. That, I, I feel like you're going to do the same thing. No, but that would bother Craig because I know for a fact he won't even let me take it out of the toy room. We're going to take it to Grindhouse Burgers next. Yeah, time but we I go. think that Zach's making good use of it. Yeah, like enjoy it. No, Zach sharing probably, it with your friends. He probably repainted his to make it look like the Mario Brothers movie apartment or something. Uh, or like the Willy Wonka Chocolate <laughs> Factory. Um, and yeah, and Bobby 80s has one. So anyways, uh, excited about that. That's my stress. It's a good stress, but 
now it's being shipped, which is the most stressful thing ever because it's old and brittle. And yeah, but I, it, it sounds like you got somebody shipping it who knows what they're doing and is going to take sure, care of it. Sure, sure. And a shout out to um the toy. I think it's called the Toy Addict in San Diego. Uh, they um they actually individually wrapped all the small pieces and pre-packed it for me. So uh, good people helping me out. It's very, uh, very much appreciated. Maybe um, we should go there. We should try to go there when we're in. Um, I don't know how far sure. that is from where we're going to be. And I'm not that like an, hour, I think. It's like an hour. We're totally going to go. Cool. We have to. Um, okay. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll update that. Now we have other things to talk about, but we got to talk about this movie. We all went and saw it's been on my mind. Is that, can we do that? Yeah. It's been on the, my uh, laptop screen too. Cause I've been looking at pictures of it. So, we all went and saw spoilers. First, first, first of all, right off the bat, we're gonna probably... we're gonna get this, we're gonna get into some spoiler territory here, and I, I think it's important to you know the the goal is not to give away the movie, but to effectively talk about it. We're gonna have to get into some territory. Yes. Um. So the movie is X. It is the new A twenty four horror film. Um, Jake, what was weird about this movie is it kind of came on our radar. I didn't know much about this until that first trailer dropped. Like I hadn't heard any buzz. Like I didn't, I don't know. I usually, I, for something that has this kind of like, it's, it feels like it's going to quickly become like a cult classic. Uh, did you know about this thing? Yeah, I had heard about it. Um, not too long before the trailer came out, but just because the, the director TI West, he directed um, like two other horror movies that are kind of really well received and they're, and they're older films at this point. It was a while back, but they're they're pretty good films and and you know like there's there's always kind of been a buzz around his name so whenever he started working on x there was you know i i saw it popping up here and there ti west is working on another horror film but i didn't know anything about it until the trailer dropped you know now i had seen his other films i haven't seen the sacrament is that good? Should I watch that? It's pretty good. The sacrament is. Um, I was actually kind of surprised that the, he did the sacrament. He did the. There's also, I think, a movie called The Innkeepers. Um, yeah, and yep. he did that movie. That. that movie's pretty great. Um, the so roost. the sacrament. What's that? I was just saying other movies, The Roost and uh, In a Valley um, of Violence. So the sacrament is. It's basically um, the story of like Jonestown. And okay. it's not very different from like what actually happened. I think some of the names are changed and, mm -hmm. but some of it is like word for word from the recording, you know, it's just, it's what it's Jonestown, which if, if that, if you want to see that stuff, then yeah, it's pretty good. But um, yeah. innkeepers is good. And then there's another one he did too, that I can't remember off the top of my head what it was called, but, but yeah, dude makes good movies. Yeah, dude. I want to watch that. Um, the Jonestown type stuff. I know cults and I would love yeah, to watch. I, yeah, I know from cults. experience and I'd love to watch that. Yeah. I know cults. Yeah. I well, that cults. was kind of an element in X, which is the movie we're talking about, but which if we're giving background, I saw a trailer for it when we went to see mm, um, scream, the new screen oh, yeah. movie. And I remember it like uh, it, it kind of, it hit me. It piqued my interest. Um, and then, then, just seeing it, I, I felt so satisfied with that. Like, because it's a there's a like commentary on religion and cult like beliefs, and like it, okay. it's through in the movie, I believe. Um, because there's like that the preacher and stuff. I don't want to spoil things. Are we cool talking about this? Well, yeah, yes. no, we're let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. The, let me let me give the um the rundown here. So yeah, 
um, starring uh, Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, who you knew from uh, Scream. Yeah, she's everywhere right um, now. She's great. She's going to play Wednesday in the new uh, Adams Family show, which they also announced Christina Ricci is coming back to Adams Family, but she's not playing Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And they're what? saying she's not. Pl- Didn't you hear about that this week? No. They're, the new. Okay, well, this is a completely different topic, but there's a new. Tim Burton's doing this Wednesday show for Netflix. Yeah. Jenna Ortega mm-hmm. is playing the title character. And they announced this week Christina Ricci's coming back for an unannounced role. It's oh. I shouldn't say coming back. She's just doing she's gonna be like Martin Heiss, basically. All right. It's like it's gonna be her. That was it. You know who that okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sir Martin Heiss. <laughs> Sir Martin Christ is here. Um, okay. What I'm saying oh, okay. is. Call me when they get Raul Julia back. All right. Then I'll be impressed. Tangent, <laughs> tangent over. Not I'm just happening. saying, not happening. Okay. But also, so many Street Fighter figures. This guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's I a love- great cast. Let's, let's, Brittany Snow, mm-hmm. who, by the way, another, I forced <laughs> for my birthday weekend. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but no, I forced Abigail, Jake, and Jess mm-hmm. to watch Pitch Perfect with me. Although, Jess is a longtime fan, like <laughs> so. Me, we, we we're on the same page. She's been in the pitch community for a while. Yeah, she's she's a she's a. What do they call their fan base? I don't, I don't know. know. Pitches. The son of a pitches. I don't know. Aka heads. Uh, yeah. Anyways, okay. uh, they didn't get. Spoiler alert. I hate everything. I Jake just... didn't like it. Um, but Brittany Snow is in that movie, and then I think my new favorite actor is this. This who's the guy. Who's like the the guy who is the producer of of the porno film that they're making? Oh, next. Owen Campbell uh, or Martin Henderson? The guy, um, <clears throat> the guy who, oh man, he's like, who's who is it? He's trying to. He gave me such like it's, vibes me, of. I got which a, dude are we talking about? The girlfriend or no, the, no, guy the main with the, with the older the guy, guy, the, the guy who's guy. making the movie? He's making the movie. Yeah, 100% I hundred percent got. Don Johnson vibes from this guy. Yeah. That's who I got. He also felt like he also felt like Stuntman Mike and Death Proof if his job yep. was yes. a little Kurt like Russell. It, it felt like Kurt Russell, yeah. He 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 Yes. There's a there's a certain kind of machismo that the Kurt Russell's, Don Johnson's, Patrick Swayze's of the world. Yeah, have. it's like they know the language of women and they know how to like communicate, and there's just something magnetic about them and he's um, like he might be a little sleazy but you kind of you're kind of into yeah, he it he is definitely but like he's still attractive <laughs> right you still get behind him like kurt russell so you know when jake when i well, i'll throw it to everybody when i first saw the it would be easy to write this off as like oh this looks like a a texas chainsaw massacre kind of sure you know they're riffing on it right which the, the, abby well, they kind of are a little are, bit yeah i felt like yeah i mean it has some pacing that's identical to the opening of Texas Chainsaw, like going through the the house with the murders and like being able to see it with the cops there afterwards. Um, and then like the journey to the scary place like that. Like it's a bunch the of teenagers station, in a van. Yeah, a bunch of teenagers going in the, in the van, going to the gas station. Like in it's not plot like or anything like the exact same thing. Right, um, right, right. But it has that kind of same pacing to it. Um, but the story itself like does take off in a different direction. Um I gotta say something. Good direction. Jake, I don't think I've ever gone to a horror movie with you. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. I, I was so. stressed. Cause I I, th- I was like, I hope I want Jake to like this movie. 
I kept like looking at you. You know when like you know when you're showing somebody a movie you love and you keep looking at them to see if they're yeah. like, reacting at the part. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when that alligator popped up, I looked at Jake and I was like, I hope Jake likes the. Was I jerking movie. off? <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I. That's what I did. Like, can I tell you? We all looked at Jake when the this alligator, like literally, just they showed an alligator. Just a scene with an alligator. Yeah. and I just saw Jake didn't do this for anybody, but it was just his eyes are locked on the screen. He just goes. Yes. <laughs> I did. Was yeah. So I was like, yeah, but it wasn't yeah, I was into it. just a scene with an alligator. It was like a beautiful juxtaposition of like the female form and like innocence and beauty and power and sexuality. And then like the, the mean, awful thing that is that like the predatory thing coming at well, her, was, which is that it why. was it was also like the most tense beautiful. scene in the whole movie, I feel like. It was like yeah. the most suspenseful scene in the whole film, I thought. Yeah, it was great. Right. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, so the plot of the movie is this is a group of people that are going to this rural farm to make a it's porn. It's an Airbnb in the 70s. Yeah, it's a 70s yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. And they rent out the place, and uh, they, they're going to make this porno film. Yeah, they rent out a barn to an adjacent homestead and there's a really nice couple that owns the house and you get to meet them a little bit Here's honestly the they reminded me of craig and i in the future i was like i hope you can get to this wow. have this kind of fire do they wow. there's no way i would ever that's live that far from a hospital or medical center. yeah but no you were like that's gonna be us one day i always think about that like people who I live in the middle not. of nowhere like what happens if they fucking have a heart attack mm. they're yeah. just done they, they offer some what happens to people this movie had some comedic moments, and I feel like they kind of brought some of those moments to that peak. Like, it, I thought this movie was very funny. It, it was funny, like it that like what happens in the downtime during like horrific, gruesome murders is very funny if it's played. Well, it was, right. well, it was very funny until that stuff. Like it when that stuff starts, it's no longer funny. It's right. it's that mm -hmm. for the rest of the movie. Well, let's get into right. some let's get into some territory here. So, if you really want to avoid spoilers just don't listen anymore but also you're probably not going to go see this movie so let us talk about it please don't turn it off come on we need the we need you to, we need you here with us okay yeah. it's a, yeah it's a movie about a pornographic film being made it's interesting but <laughs> think people will watch that's not really what the movie's about right the movie is about my favorite topic the passage of time okay. it really is if you think it is, about yeah. it it is because the movie is about you know it's revealed there's this old woman you know see you see the old woman in the um in the, tra in the trailers right mm -hmm. and we had had these discussions like what is this is it is she a werewolf is she a zombie like you start having like you know what what is making this scary old woman you know what's driving her what is her 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 motive is it supernatural whatever and then you know she's old and kind of decrepit in this movie but she kind of has her wits about her right she it's not yeah. like she's like i didn't find her to be like far gone she is she's how do you say it she's horny <laughs> like well, like she's, she's it's like a existential kind of thing she's old and when you become old and your body can't do certain things yeah like you just said she's horny that's <laughs> right that's the funny way to put it and right. that's true but she's like 
she can't connect with her husband the way she used to. And all these fucking kids come into her. And you know, like how younger people treat old people as if they're right. dumb and they don't right. know. And it's like, and she's just, she's tired of that, I guess. And, uh, and, and it's, it's such a, a, a different, weird, but way more realistic, I guess, uh, motive for um, the killings. And uh, I, I saw uh, a friend of mine on Twitter made a couple tweets about how they really liked the movie, but they thought it was sad. They were like, it's really sad. If you think about like her reasons, they're like, everybody gets old and everybody goes through things where their body doesn't work the way it used to. And then there's, there's also, there's an article going around today. And I was like, I don't even want to read it I, I because that's what it's about. And I was like, if I read this article, it's going to it's going to make me stay up at night thinking about my own mortality. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's oh, you don't do that already. <laughs> well, I already do. But that's what I'm saying. I already <laughs> do. But I don't need something else on top of it. Right. I don't want to. Yeah. Re- I really enjoyed this movie and I don't want to not be able to watch it again because I'm thinking about that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's what this movie's about. It's, it's about and mortality and growing old. And yeah. And it might sound fucked up, but like the the old Pearl and her husband, like the killing, the act of killing is kind of what kept them, keeps them alive and together, it seems. Like it's almost like a sweet thing. Um, And like you're saying, Jake, with like the (laughs) growing old and being like envious and and not being able to be comfortable in your own skin, all that is actually like very sad. Yeah. Like seriously, serious stuff that people deal with. I'm there Um, now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know me too i'm like dude i've been to the dentist i am just like uh like, well hold on though i want to explore this so our our main character our 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 you know our new uh i don't know maxine minx no no mia goth okay well i don't know what her character's name is maxine minx maxine so she's kind of going to be the star we're introduced to her early in the movie she's doing lines of coke and she's a stripper and she's going to be the star of this this movie that they're making and she's like objectively like beautiful. Right. And one of the first like really creepy things that happens is the scene we were talking about earlier with the alligator where she's like, she's kind of seductive looking and she's walking down to the water and we see the old lady kind of following her and stalking her, but it's not like, it becomes clear to me uh, really quick. Like, it's I'm childlike like, almost. It's childlike. She, she has like a, a fascination yes. with her. And also, even before that, there was a creepier moment that kind of feels like uh, Mrs. Fuck, is it Kirsch from um, from It with the mm-hmm. tea scene? Um, when she goes... When oh, the Mia, lemonade, right. Yeah, yeah when Mia Goth goes in yeah. and gets lemonade um, made for her, the pearl gives her like a touch on her like inside yeah. oblique area. And yeah. it's fair because she's wearing overalls, which are awesome. And I love that look. But like she, the old woman Pearl gives her that touch. And like you're kind of you she said, it. doesn't like, she oh, say she's like, this will be our little secret. Yeah. Yeah. She's like flirtatious, childlike and deeply sexual with what that's she's doing. what that's what I was. I had that first thought during that scene. I was like, oh, she likes her. But what? what yeah. 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 It's revealed and when they're in the bed together. You even feel that more. Well, yes, you do. She does body paint. She 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 sneaks in bed. She's like, I think there was more happening like beyond what we saw on camera in that scene. That was my yeah guesstimate. Well, she's so, in bed with a different character, right? No, that's yeah. No, she's oh, in she, bed with she's in bed with the girl that's in Scream. Oh, I, I thought she was in bed with. No, 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 no. 
She's in bed with Mia Goth because the girl she... from Scream's locked in the basement at that point. Oh, and the girl from Scream doesn't not to be weird, but I don't think there's any nudity or with her no, no. at any point because she's younger. But anyway, so she has this um this like fascination where you're like, but what what the the stuff Jake's kind of talking about, what we're calling kind of alluding to is like she sees herself in this young girl and there's envy and there's sadness and also they're played by the same, the same person. person exactly so yeah. which i did which i did not pick up on until afterwards which testament to like the makeup and everything um but like it kind of got me thinking like what is the overall message of the movie and, and if you haven't seen it you might be if you haven't seen this movie you're still listening to this you're going what the fuck are they talking about but if you've seen it, like because there's this scene earlier on where they are they they've filmed some of their their movie they've done some of their wookies and cookies so to speak mm -hmm. and uh they're all kind of sitting around hanging they're having conversation and hey i just want to say i love that part it, just it reminds me of like when you do film something and like kind of have yeah it. you're like happy it's afterwards. like bologna sandwiches yeah but kid cuddy which i did not know that was him either and he's great in this movie oh uh, yes he plays guitar he plays fleetwood mac uh, whatever that song is, chain landslide, landslide, yeah, yeah. And the girl from Pitch Perfect sings it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when it was happening Brittany on Snow. when it, when it was first happening on screen, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a fun little thing. But when I started thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, if you think about the lyrics of that song, can we sail through the changing ocean tides? Whatever else it says, time makes you older. Yeah, yeah. It, it's get it's literally they're giving you. I'm getting older too. The messaging of like the movie, and that's yeah. Jake. The, to me, that's fucking genius. I don't know that it's messaging like a direct. Like we're trying to get this specific sentence or this sentiment. It's just like a. It opens up and probes that and explores those feelings of uh, like age and sexuality, um, like the power that you get and the power you lose as you age. I think that that's right. It more just makes you scratch your head and like think about it rather than like, feel like it was directing you to like have a, a special a certain feeling after it it was well, good like in that really i don't esoteric yeah. cool way well jake the thing is what's interesting about this movie and like on paper you might not look at like if listen there's people who are going to watch this movie and go i didn't get it like i, I understand and there's people like the people in front of us in the theater who will just watch it and laugh and drink laugh and think it's like a, a sexy yeah. funny horror i think movie. they were a little i think they were a little drunk a little drunk yeah I mean, <laughs> a little it, was, bit. it was one of those like uh fake alamo draft hats i was trying to um i was trying to look here and find uh, ti west put out a statement after the movie was released and it was just kind of like a thank you for people for, you know, watching the movie and 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 talking about how it's been a while since he's done a horror film. But he does talk about in the statement, like what the movie was about and, and kind of how to him it's about growing old and filmmaking. You know what I mean? So oh, interesting. Um, I, oh, can't okay. I always find, I always I, love I when the director find it, though. <laughs> That's always the best when, like, you do like all this analysis of a movie, and then the director comes out, and George Lucas is like, "Well, a lot of people didn't realize." This. Well, everybody's interpretation is going to be a little bit different. Hold on. Well, they're not middle Koreans. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, a lot of people didn't realize Star Wars was actually about the American Revolution and the back. It's just like, what? What are you talking about? It's fucking. <laughs> no, it's not. Revisionist like, history. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. It's like when Steven Spielberg comes out and they ask him about Hook, and he's like, "Well, it's about the loss of innocence and childhood, and also the current state of the stock market." You're like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> he never said that, by the way. Um, but Abby, what I was 
kind of getting at is like when you watch a movie like this movie is brutal at times i can't believe it's rated r like one of the first movies i've ever watched and i went whoa this feels like an nc-17 like there's some tough stuff in this movie but for all the like for all the, the brutality and the murders, like I wasn't thinking about like literally she gets eaten by an alligator. I wasn't thinking about that when I left the movie, I was kind of contemplating the more like the more introspective side of it. Like the stuff that's really, it's like, it's like a, a, a hidden, I know you were talking, I'm sorry. You were talking no, you're good. Go for it. But you're good. Dude. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's a horror movie and all that stuff is scary or, or it's meant to be, but the trick is that that isn't the most horrifying thing about it. The horrifying yeah. thing is that every person watching this movie is going to grow old and feel like Pearl at some point in some small way. Yeah. And that's more horrifying than anything that happens in <laughs> yes, this so movie. Bummed. That's the fucked up nugget in there. A hundred percent, which is why it's more of a think piece. Sorry. Got a little stretch. Um, Abby. Yeah. Pearl. We learned her name was Pearl afterwards, by the way. Yeah, we'll we get learned to, a lot. We'll get to that. Um, is this a horror icon that you now identify with? Yeah, I mean, she's literally like an... Uh, she. I look up to her, like the way that she embraces her sexuality <laughs> and carries herself and uses it. Um, I know she's got her flaws. You know, she's so ideas. mad at her husband for not. I do too. Sex. She's got a pet alligator. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. and she's apparently been feeding for decades. Yeah. Like, I think she's a she's someone that to look up to and to be inspired by. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that, but like, there's she's got great moments. It's fun to see like, <clears throat> it's fun to see that that ageless like effervescence coming out while she's killing. <laughs> it's really kind of fun. <laughs> well, because it's it meant to be fun, you know. So. Yeah. it's meant to be fun. Mm -hmm. And there's some good kills. Uh, we shouldn't. You're like, if you're gonna see a kill, you want great music. You want the setup to be like, oh. <clears throat> excuse me the first kill that she makes is the guy that's the that's filming oh uh, the right cameraman you knew he was gonna die a first. little bitch basically so like you're like <laughs> hey is know. he hold on is he being a little bitch because i'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure his girlfriend fucked a random jenna or random it was not a random dude. guy it was kid it Cuddy. was a Did random guy to her doorway? he did not know them Yes. Oh my god. He had a right hey. to be annoyed about hey. that. Her face, by the way, when she's originally just the boom mic holder. And she's like, oh my and she sees uh the I fuck somebody. Yeah. She's like, I want to do that. Yeah. And she's like if actually to me, and I don't know if the director, you know, is inspired by Boogie Nights at all. Obviously, that's a very famous movie that takes place in the same kind of subject matter. Um but there's the famous scene in Boogie Nights where Philip Seymour Hoffman is holding the the, the boomstick, and yeah. he sees Mark Wahlberg, and his like knees buckle, and that's like, kind oh. of the same thing with Jed Ortega. Yeah. Oh, fucking idiot! <laughs> oh, well, not that. Yeah, scene. I know it's not that scene, but I just I always like to do that scene anyway. All right, Pete. Yes. Yes. Hey, yeah. before we when we sat down, or it yeah. might have been when we were in the lobby, um, I had read that this movie was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure, you know, the trailer looks like it's going to be pretty brutal. And I, I know I've seen other TI West films to me. I was like the, the people that I was seeing saying that this movie was going to be brutal, I believe. So I was like, Oh, I think this movie is going to be like kind of rough. And mm -hmm. it wasn't as rough as I maybe thought it was going to be, 
But at one point, I, I, I leaned over to Jess and I was like, oh, I'm not telling Craig and Abby, but I think this movie is going to be really tough to watch. I was like, I'm not telling them because I don't I don't want to stress them out. But I think this might be really gross. No, but that I knew that about it. And that's why I was intrigued. Like it got that it, it, there was an itch that began when I saw the trailer. And I actually thought it was going to be more fucked up. I thought there was going to be like a body switching moment like during sexual activity on camera like i thought there was good like i was imagining something more even more like sinister yeah maybe. sinister but like uh yeah like uh just like, like a supernatural thing yeah or, i'm trying to yeah. think of the, yeah i did think there might have been a supernatural element to it but like when i got out of there i was like i i kind of thought it was gonna be more fucked up How, i don't i don't know what maybe this is just me. a statement on hey, all of us we're all like pretty we, fucked up it, it is very fucked <laughs> it's up. pretty it fucked might be a statement up. On i like my how all of us are like statement. we loved it pearl was fantastic she she met up with someone to look up to she met up with the kids and they well here's the thing i like psycho and i like original old slasher movies i like 60s uh like uh uh now i'm totally hitchcock so when it comes to uh like seeing an old woman as like a fierce like formidable foe i think that's cool listen so as just- scary as she was no one will ever be scarier than alex winter dressed up as the grandmother in bill and ted's bogus journey yeah easily the scariest moment of my childhood <laughs> um so you know hold up like okay yeah yeah bogus journey you're right yeah we're right for some reason i was like what i blanked yeah. on what movie you were talking about so couple things i want to say cinematography in this movie fantastic it bums me out that they can capture the the look of a 1970s like grindhouse style slasher movie when like there's so many movies that would benefit from that like even the new texas chainsaw which i haven't seen so i can't comment on it too much but i imagine it looks a lot slicker than this yeah like this movie has this like this visual, this palette where you're just like, you feel. Yeah. There's a color palette out for it. Well, there's yeah. something, there's something about like, I, I want, I think horror movies work better in those kind of settings, that kind of time period. I want my horror movies to look like that and to not have characters relying on cell phones and recording. You know, there's a, there's literally a scene in Texas Chainsaw where there's a bus full of people and they're all recording Leatherface, and you're like watching Leatherface <laughs> footage through like TikTok, and I'm like, I don't want put me in a time period where there's no phones, you know? Right. Like that it yeah. just looks better. It just god, works yes. better. It's got a better yeah. feel to it. Yes. Oh my god, I totally agree, Abby. It's, that's such a. It's a great way to write stories. It's a great way to have like more conflict that you have to to figure out and get through. Then, um. There was something else I was going to say. I can't remember right oh, now. That's fine. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to talk about Mia Goth, our, our main character. Oh, I was going to talk about vintage clothing and how important that is for setting a good scene and getting the time period right, which they were all decked out in like very, very cool old clothes. It's amazing how many movies are set in like the 60s or 70s, and it's just clearly nobody put any effort into the world. So, oh, this is 90s, 60s. <laughs> um, <laughs> how, how does Mia Goth uh, compare to other famous... Uh, uh, leads. Female she's leads. up there with um, old uh, Midsummer, uh, Florence Pugh. I'd say like like she's she captures or the um who was from who's from Witch who was also in that um Edgar. Oh, Wright I don't recently. I don't remember her name. Uh, Anya Anna Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. But yeah, I think she's up there. Like I would put her above that. Like she has the sometimes her looks are almost like 
scary in like a moment, but then just like absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Um, And I think she is, I really felt like her confidence in um, the role. And you kind of identify with her having a dream of being the line that she says, I will not accept a life that I do not deserve. I I love that. And I really liked that. Like as her thoroughfare, just being like um, wanting more out of life, reaching for it, knowing what her value was. I thought that, I thought that she really embodied all that stuff. And as an, uh, doing it, like as an actor, she was just fucking awesome. I want to see good. another thing. I know there's another thing coming. So I'm like looking forward. Well, to let's that. talk about that. We'd heard the Jake, you'd said there was a post credits. Yeah. And while we were watching it in my head, I was like, what is the, po- like, what is the post credits? Yeah. Like, me too. They, well, I was like, are they going to show the movie? I was like, they're going to show the movie that they're making. Yeah. You know, oh, well, right. I, I, I kind of thought, I noticed while watching the movie that you know the the guy who was the um who was actually filming it his his big thing was like well we're not making a you know he's like we're making a good movie he's like right. it's going to be artful or whatever and I noticed and I don't know if you guys are planning on doing a rewatch but I, I when am. he's when he's filming any of the porn scenes he's never like aiming at their privates or anything. right like, aiming like there's there's yeah, like, they cut yeah. face like i was like he's aiming at her face or his face like even when they're not showing there are a couple times where they show like what you're seeing but mm-hmm. there's times where you're watching the scene the people are over here they're doing their thing and he's got the camera and i'm like that is not aimed at anything that most people want to look at when they're and i and i was like is the after credit scene going to be like the movie and we see that like he didn't even film the footage. any of the right. fucking or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make a good movie, you know, um, what he's got. Post credits was a teaser trailer for the prequel that they're making. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Called Pearl, which is our, our main old lady as a that, young woman. Yeah. That's also when I realized that Pearl was played by because I was like, Same oh, actress. because mm-hmm. as a young woman, they just had her. They just had me right. Um, it looks like it's going to be like aesthetically completely different. Like the the colors are super saturated. It's like uh, daytime. Yeah, yeah. She's like wheeling somebody to the alligator. It's yeah, like, yeah. Farm stuff, that. chickens. Honestly, it was just like a stuff. lot of. I, I I read that he wrote. They were filming. They were filming this, and there was a um. There was a COVID. Uh, lockdown like a for shutdown, two weeks. Right, yeah, right. for two weeks, and he wrote the prequel while in that shutdown. And then at the end of filming, they already had all the sets built. So he was just he asked Mia Goth like, "Hey, do you want to st- you want to stay and film another one?" And she was like, "Let's do it." So they went ahead and started going. Hell I yeah. love that. Me I love that. I love a story because like it's that. also building a universe because it's about it's called Pearl. It's going to be about Pearl, and yeah. Wanna, one thing it's funny though, it's like story. You know, throughout the movie, you're like, oh, my God, she's she's murdering these young people because she's jealous because she is aging and she can't have what they have anymore. But then you see the thing and you're like, oh, no, she always she's killed. People. Always that's killed. Always that's how she gets well, her kicks. Yeah. Well, well, they also I mean, we we do know that these aren't the first kids she's murdered because she's got somebody dead in the basement <laughs> Somebody's hanging she's in the got basement. somebody dead in the basement um kid yeah. cuddy's character finds a, a volkswagen beetle uh sunken in the the pond yep. or whatever so yeah. like there there are hints that it's maybe not the first time oh i bet we'll find out about that that pond is so eerie and like 
beautiful at the same time, which is and he gets taken out by the we haven't talked about the husband that much. The husband who like Pearl's begging him to be with her like romantically, and he keeps going. To, to, he keeps telling her like, "What about my heart?" And she's like, oh, "I don't care, maybe." Yeah. And there is a pretty graphic like scene of them together, and with Mia Goth like under the bed. It, it's very, you, you know in those situations you always anytime there's an under the bed situation. Mia Goth horror, is on top of the bed and under the bed. <laughs> <at that> point. <laughs> anytime, anytime you see a horror movie or or something where somebody's under the bed hiding, and I'm always like, "What do I do in that situation?" And this was a situation where I was like. I would kill myself. Like this is the, the this is the worst. I would just be like, guys, I'm here. Go ahead and take care. Uh, yeah. So, um, very well reviewed movie. The horror community seems to be embracing it. A lot of love. Another big win for A24. Uh, definitely worth a rewatch. The cast is, you know, I love that we're in the era of horror movies having great acting because that was not always the case. You know, yeah, for the first. 25 well, 30. as much as i love or, friday it's hit or miss right right it can be right right yeah um but this is a cool because like it, it is it does have elements of like a slasher movie but anytime you have a slasher movie that does something different and kind of helps like add a new wrinkle to the genre i think that's really cool i really appreciate it yeah, yeah. um it takes building blocks that that have been essential and part of the foundation of uh horror movies and kind of like reinterprets and puts them in different places it's and jenna cool. ortega is awesome even though the scene where she finally escapes the basement and she starts arguing with mia goth and i was like wait they're supposed to be teaming up what's happening she runs out the door just gets blown away immediately <laughs> I, I laughed so hard yeah um and also when when Pearl pulls the gun, pulls the trigger, and it blows her halfway across the yard. I also That's laughed really hard. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's the kickback on those shotguns. Um, I don't know. I don't have much else to say other than I yeah. recommend this movie. I give it's it great. two thumbs up. Give it 10 X's. <laughs> 10 X's. If I see one more person make the joke on Twitter of, I bet the sequel is going to be called XX. Uh, I bet the, the next one's going to be called Triple X. It's like, stop Shut it. Shut up. Have you even seen it? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Go watch it. You're not funny. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I was also mad because I didn't think of it first. Well, next time, just say it. Tell them. Next you're allowed, time you're allowed to do that on Twitter. You're allowed to tell them. Um, the prequel will come out later this year. And uh, yeah, maybe they'll be, maybe this is the new Conjuring universe. This Don't, is going to be like, come on. <laughs> they just keep building on. I mean, if your universe is based on telling really cool stories in really interesting settings and act, you know, with great actors and really great set pieces, then like that's cool. I want to say one thing that the, the through line in the movie, they keep referring to this preacher that's on the TV. He's in the TV in the gas station and the TV in the, at the end. And it's this very creepy, like it, it kind of has that like Westboro Baptist, like revivalist church thing. And it's revealed that his daughter is, uh, the main character, Mia Goth, spoiler yeah. alert. Do a movie on that guy. Yeah, there's that's some the, that's fucked up stuff going on over there. Uh, yeah, I'll help. Was that movie? Was it, didn't Kevin Smith make a movie kind of like that? Red State. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's like similar. But it's is that movie good? It, no, it's it turns not. Into some it's not good. And it's not good. No, I've I only saw it once. I remember I remember liking it, but I bet it sucks. Okay. No. Um, yeah. Cool, Abigail. Before we move on to our final topic for today, I want a Property of X shirt, like those old like Property of XXL gym or whatever. Oh yeah, Just Property of X, X the movie. Just See that would, pearl on the back. That would be good, like promotional merch. They're handing that out at like the Regal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. 
well, I want to talk about Patreon real quick. I want to talk about YHS on Patreon and let people know how they can get access to all this bonus features, all the bonus audio. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. People ask all the time, how can we support you guys? We like what you do. That is the best way, and you get something out of it. So it's a win-win situation. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. We have two to three bonus audio episodes every month. We've got multiple tiers. There's a $5 tier. Get you access to all the audio. $10 tier, we do bonus uh, you know, little extras, including like we did the Zoom hang last month. We're going to have another one coming up very soon where we all get together. We just hang out and we talk. And I love those. Have you loved those, Jake? Yeah, they're fun. I want to do I want to do one this weekend. I think let's do really one this fun. weekend. Yeah, let's do let's one this do weekend. Let's do one this let's weekend. Let's do sure. it. Abigail. Yes. Do you like the Zoom hangs? I absolutely love them. And I think that we can incorporate some like game playing in the future, like playing the new Ghostbusters game, uh, new Mario Kart races racetracks bonus oh tracks yeah that'd together. be fun to do some like cool. some some gaming mm-hmm. that would be fun mm-hmm. yeah. and, but besides that it's just good to hang out and talk it's yeah. like a good social yeah like, we've done like movie watch alongs we, we got some fun stuff planned so if you want to get in we're actually recording a bonus episode directly after this episode so if imagine you get an hour and a half of yhs you're like, i don't think i want a little more more then you can sign up to get friends basically <laughs> hey also <laughs> here's the deal and I, I, I'm not not joking. We've been doing Patreon for a couple of years. Five bucks a month, you immediately get access to our entire backlog. It's a private, it's a lot uh, of stuff. Podcast feed. We've got all of Jacob Walsh versus Stephen King special episodes on there. We've got full movie reviews. We and sometimes you get more unfiltered thoughts, things we can't yeah. put on. You know, all the airwaves. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you just get me driving around in the car talking to my phone when I, I'm just like, I need someone to talk to. I'll talk to Patreon. So uh, <laughs> sign up for friends. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. And there's also a Discord channel. Yeah. That's, I think, the most fun. Mm-hmm. I love the Discord channel. We have a, a, you get access to a private YHS Patreon. Um, no, I'm sorry. Instagram. That's what that thing's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of fun. The Discord chat's great. People helping each other finding toys. eBay, A lot of eBay links in there. Did you guys see yeah. this? <laughs> yep. Um, Good so resource. It's a great resource. So check that out. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. So this thing happened today. I didn't know that. I mean, I had heard this was going to happen. But I didn't know it was happening this quickly. Matt Reeves, director of the Batman, Wearing a Batman shirt, by the way. Somebody asked me today. I was at like a store. Someone's like, "Is that a welding shirt?" I was like, first of all, I don't know what a welding shirt is." And no, it's Batman. Um, deleted scene, the Joker scene, the full Joker scene, which was way longer than I was expecting. I yeah. thought it was like a thirty-second thing. I didn't. It was like a mm-hmm. five-minute scene in the movie. I'm sure you've all watched it. Batman goes to Arkham. It's very Silence of the Lambs. It's very much. I'm gonna interrogate the joker or use the joker who's already in arkham to try to learn more about the riddler it's kind of you know silence the lambs uh she goes to hannibal lecter because he's the expert serial killer so she's trying to figure out how to find what's his name buffalo bill yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah it's the same kind of setup yeah gives gives him the file on the riddler and everything so yep jake yeah i was really interested in your thoughts on this because i know you are pretty opinionated about dc and the joker in general um what did you think what did you think of this scene um i'm glad they cut it out i first of all i don't know if i got i think maybe i got joker fatigue um i don't like this joker i know it's only five minutes so it's hard to get a sense of a character but it's he seems very 
fan film ish. Oh, interesting. Or, okay. uh, it's I don't know. It just you know they they will give him messed up face. His voice seems very. I don't know. It seems like a fan film acting job. Doesn't it like happening. it's not a fully developed thing? Almost. I, I, I don't. I don't know if it's just because I've gotten to a point where like Joker is not interesting to me anymore. There's so many Jokers out there, and they're they're <laughs> just getting sentence. Well, I feel like they're getting worse and worse. They're getting like less diminishing cool. returns. They're not fun anymore. They're like annoying now, and it's like. It's the same fucking thing every time. I'm like, okay, cool. He's laughing. Uh, but um, I think... <laughs> you okay? Uh, That's funny. Uh, so it's weird on that. Like, in that sense, I don't like it. But I think the smarter thing that could have been done is they should have cut out the other Joker scene from the film, too. The, you know, the... The, the snippet. The Joker yeah. and the Riddler. They should have cut that out. They should have waited six months, a year from now, when they're you know somewhere right in between uh, the Batman and the sequel, and then just drop this scene. You know what I mean? Right. Like, can you imagine if you had no? Can you imagine if they never said, "Oh, the Joker was originally in the in the movie," and you didn't know that this scene existed, and then just six months from now, when it's all kind of dying down. They just dropped it. And then at the right. end, it was like, and then maybe at the end, it cut to like the title for Batman 2 or whatever. Yeah. You know, like that would have been cool. Don't you think? That, I, I think that would have been, been very cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I think what happened was th- when they did test screenings of this movie, they included this scene. And yeah. like it kind of had gotten out there. So the actor's name, I want to make sure to say his name again. It's uh, Barry Keoghan. He's in Eternals. Uh, Abby, let me get your opinions first. Go for mm, it. I felt like it was kind of like a side dish that was just one too many for the main, like for the meal, right. kind of like it. And it didn't. <clears throat> it uh, it felt kind of like a different story that was not the story being told. It brought up too many like questions and like made your mind go in that direction too far away from the actual story in the Batman. So I get why it was cut. I think Jake's idea of having it be like as a little drop further down the road and we get no Joker in the Batman that we just got, that is, that would be best for me because I don't want to have an overload of villains. I also don't know how I feel about this Joker. Um, we've had a lot of Jokers and it feels like the modern, it, but yeah, it feels like a lot of the modern interpretations, like in the comics. Right. And it also like, I hate, I don't, I don't want to, this feels like a cheap thing to say, but like, kind of feels like some version of Heath Ledger. Like the yeah. Jared Leto Joker kind of felt like some version of Heath Ledger. Like maybe we should just go it's in just a different hard direction. Not to. I mean, it's like there, I, I get that everybody really likes the Joker and that he's the most icon. I, I get that. But also like, we've just had so many it's been I'm a just lot. worn out. I'm just worn out on the Jokers. And it's like, unless you got something really different, and unique to do, then it just feels like, like, like it, he looks like this. He looks like a CW version of the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, looked, it did not seem like everything that they do in Matt Reeves, the Batman. It's all great. All the choices, all the style choices, all the costume, everything's great. Mm-hmm. And then you see their version of the Joker and it's like, all right, well that looks like a hollow. Like this seems <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. My cousin yeah. doing a stupid Halloween costume. <laughs> my cousin. Oh, know, cool. and, and, my cousin James is in this movie. <laughs> hey, 
my cousin's name is James. Um, and uh, really? but it also, yeah, really, and um, it's weird. But it also is kind of I kind of like the idea of of Batman using the Joker to help. But also, isn't it weird to see the Joker and he's like, well, the file. Let me see what's in your. F-. And it's like he's, he doesn't know. Like, why does he know what's happening? It's just I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know either. And it's very. It's kind of like this. Does Warner Brothers push DC to have the Joker? Is that what happens? Like, are they saying we need the Joker in this movie? We need we need at least a scene so we can test it to see if that's what people want. Like, is and then it's like, to me, it kind of like takes away. It a hundred percent takes away because at the end of the day, you're kind of like shoehorning in a character. That just doesn't fit in this movie. And like it kind like Abby said, it kind of feels underdeveloped or like halfway there. So like you see, okay, I'm gonna use the top chef analogy. When you're trying to cook a meal in an hour and you add too many dishes and you don't really get to the one till the very right. end, it's just a thoughtless dessert. It turns out to be cake, maybe. Yeah, it's I, thoughtless cake. I mean, on on one hand, I do like the idea of like, oh, this Batman has kind of already encountered the Joker. We don't have to get into all that so when the joker does show up it's like they already know each like that i get we've seen the joker and batman's creation stories a hundred times but it does seem like I, i said this when we did our our review episode for the batman i think the worst scene in the movie is the the joker scene it feels so stuck in from a different it does not feel like it belongs at all so yeah i agree with you yeah, and also like the the design is weird. Like he's got all these like it it. it I think fan film's the best way to put it. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like a fan film. It, 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 and that movie does not feel like a fan film. That that movie feels very. You know what it actually felt like? It felt like the cut scene in a video game, <laughs> where it's like a nondescript actor with a kind of a Joker voice and a kind of a Joker look, and you're his like, la- oh. hey, his laugh sucks. <laughs> Well, you don't like, la- if you're the Joker, you gotta have a cool laugh. You can't just be. He just laugh sucks. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so okay. Well, that's online. You could go check it out now. Um, what else did we need to cover tonight? The Ghostbusters game. Yeah, let's talk about it. Spirits unleashed. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're unleashing spirits. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I care. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> What? Listen, I care. <laughs> but I don't care as much as other people do. I yeah. didn't care about the, the the Ghostbusters video game that everybody loves. It's like the greatest thing ever. I always care. I, I like it, and I'm glad that it exists. Mm-hmm. But I don't like lose my like there's people who are like, let's get a group together. Let's play some Ghostbusters. It's just like I it's just not my thing as much. I'm not a gamer like that. Having said that, it's new Ghostbusters content. It's in the world of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ernie Hudson and uh, Dan Aykroyd are in it. So I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm, I'm glad sure. that it exists. Sure. Whether or not, like, we have to wait to play it, right? And it's pri- like, the thing is, it's primarily an online game. It's like it's like the Friday the 13th game. It, the, the goal is to get people, you create your own Ghostbuster. Well, that, that to me is the biggest, that's my dig- biggest disappointment with it. Because yeah. that's not how I want to play games. Like that's just not how 
Like that's that it's not I'm not the audience for this. Like I love Ghostbusters and like you just said, yeah, it doesn't you know, it looks it looks like it's probably fine. It looks fun. Right. It it's I, I do like the old video game. I don't play right. video games a lot either, but I play that old one a lot. It's really fun. It looks exactly like it feels like you're a Ghostbuster when you play that game. The streams look exactly like they do in the movie. They don't in this one. Um, right. uh, but I like the idea that you get to build your own kind of character. That's cool. But the fact that you got to have, you know, the online play and you got to play it with other people, that is a, that's a no for me. That's you don't not like how that. I, no, nope, I, like I do online. not like that. I want to put it on and mosey around and just do whatever I want and play right. it at my own pace. Well, I think it will, it will not have, have that option. Yeah, like an open Hey, will it though? Because some of those games do not. I bought Friday the 13th and I can't play it unless I'm online. Right. And also like the Friday the 13th online server got shut down. Now there were some issues with that. I, I don't play a whole lot of games, but I have read that a lot of those games that are like online only like that, sometimes the servers don't last Right. There, it kind of gives the game like a, like a, a shelf a life lifespan. Almost. Yeah. So that bums me out because that's not how I want to play it. But I'm right. one I'm one person. You're one person. Uh, Abigail, you watched the trailer. What'd you think? Uh it's it to me, yeah, similar to Jake. I, I don't I do not like to get on and compete. I'd much rather have my own personal experience being able to explore the world um and look for neat. I don't know, like being able to go in the library or being able to go into the museum on your own and do your own things that aren't necessarily missions that are getting you towards the end of the game. You just want to explore. Yeah, uh, but that's not, I mean, I'm not the biggest gamer and that's not the type of gaming that I do. Um, so that that's why it's not that appealing. But it's it's cool. It's um, Ghostbusters, I like to though. see a Ghostbusters yeah, I'm gonna, trailer. Yeah. I'm going to get it and play it. You know, I'll, I'll check it out, but... I'll get it and play it if there is a just like a if I can play it on my own. If I gotta so get I'm online, sure. it's cool that you I can want. play the ghosts and like be them instead of just. I yeah. get. Hey, I, I guess. guess right. It's cool that you yeah. can fly around and get shot at. Mm-hmm. So we can take a look at some of it here. Um, I just want to basically talk about how the the the. So, well, let me go back real quick. The. Uh, in the game, Raise Occult Books is next door to the firehouse, which I think is very funny. You don't, funny. you don't have to go far yeah. to find Ray. I, I wish that. that was a real setup. You have to walk and take like, Uber. Winston's like, listen, if I'm going to pay for the rent, I, you're getting next door. Okay. So, um, so uh, it's cool to see. I, it feels like Ernie Hudson. Look at that. <laughs> Like that's just funny to look at. Yeah. Ernie Hudson sitting at Peter Bateman's desk or or, or Janine's desk, and uh, he's kind of running the show over there. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a smaller game studio. I do like the idea that you create your own character. I like the idea that it imports your your username. It gives on your name badge. I saw people complaining. <laughs> the biggest complaint I saw this online was, "Well, you, once again, you don't get to drive the Ecto." <laughs> This is so funny. Uh, I saw a lot of that. Um, But of course, when I first saw this, I was like, this is it. This is the new team. And I was like, oh, these are just all like the creative characters. I can't. I can't wait until the next movie comes out and it contradicts things in the game and people we just have to do this all over again. We have to have all this non-canon crap. Well, they the, the, maybe that's why I feel lackluster about it, (laughs) because I think we all want to see the afterlife stuff. Uh, The. uh, There we go. The press release said. Um, 
that this is canon. This takes place after the events of Ghostbusters Afterlife. So um, I, I, next time we see Ghostbusters on film or, or in a TV show, um, I'm assuming that you know the Ghostbusters will be back and running in some established form. Um, we do see this a uh, little. It looks like Bill Murray from What About Bob? Yeah, is in this. Uh, uh, you know, walking past Raise a Call here, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't know. So it, it looks fun. Obviously, Dan Ernie back. You're a Ghostbuster. I, I'm so I'm totally in the minority. Like. I like Ghostbusters because it's funny. That's the main reason I like Ghostbusters. So, like, yeah, it's cool to be a Ghostbuster. Get a proton pack. I'm sure I want my main thing is I want the game to be good. Like, I want it to be fun because yeah. if it's fun and and the gameplay is good, then you're then then it's a Ghostbusters <laughs> game and it's great. But mm-hmm. you know that la- that answer the call game. You know, or yeah. a lot of the mobile games you, you got not great. Well, this kind of looks like a mobile game to me. I, I think like I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, play it and I'll. I'll play it and I'm sure it's going to be fun, you know, to an extent, but, uh, you know, in the future, if I'm like, Oh, you know what? I feel like playing a Ghostbusters video game. I'm probably going to play the one from 2009. Cause like you can do all the things that you want to do. You can do it by yourself and with the original four Ghostbusters talking to you the whole time. Right. Right. It looks great and whatever. Mm, Uh, But I mean, I'm just excited that there's anything just yeah, more it's exciting. I, don't I mean, care. there's more the Ghostbuster is, stuff, and and Ernie the, and Dan are involved. So, right. The thing that got me excited was, you know, since Ivan passed, we it's been pretty quiet. There hasn't been any, you know, obviously it's going to be a while before we know what's going on for the future. But it, it's nice to know, like, hey, the future's here. It's happening. And yeah. um, right before we recorded, there was a uh, announcement that they're doing a limited edition vinyl of the Afterlife soundtrack limited to 2,500 oh. copies and it's on sale. Who's, who's I bought that? it just so music. I did. Oh. And it's using the, um, the cover art from like the, the, the one guy from Twitter who got his cover art to be the DVD, the, uh, of the, the muncher chase. So it's pretty oh, cool, okay. but I like that. It's limited 2,500 copies. So, Very cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But anyway, so yeah, that's that's about it. Well, let's roundtable this. Abigail, any final thoughts? It's good to have new Ghostbusters content in whatever form it's coming in, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I really want to go see uh, Pearl when it comes out. I'm excited for that as well, and I've enjoyed this conversation with the two of you. Thank you. Do you think Do you think she ref- that place where she pushes the people into the, uh, the water for the alligators, yeah. do you think she refers to that as Pearl Harbor? No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm the thing sorry. That's fucked up about that is a woman's in a wheelchair. It's- I know it looks oh, really. I, I wonder if it's her mom. Yeah. Hey, have they put yeah, that teeth? The mom becomes the alligator. Something like that. Mm-hmm. The no, mom I think becomes no. it's her mom. <laughs> I, I think an alligator Jason. eats her mother. Maybe Jason's in the lake. Hey, listen. Have they put the pearl trick? Can you watch that online by itself? I haven't. I haven't looked. I wonder. It might be out because I want to see it again. Mm-hmm. I I want to see the whole movie again. God, Same here. I thought about going back. It'll be on streaming soon. Like it won't be in theaters that long, but it's doing pretty well. Dang, I don't I don't know if it's out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, everybody. This was fun. So, what you can do is follow YHS Podcast on social media at YHS Podcast. Oh, I forgot to put up our banners tonight. Dang, we got fancy new banners and you didn't put them up. Banner, Michael. I'll just put up, look, I'll just put up the one it comes with. 
Use banners to summarize your talking points and display calls to action. <laughs> uh, we can we can do this one. Follow YHS and Toy Anxiety at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Tune into Toy Anxiety every Tuesday night at nine thirty. Uh, we had a really good episode of Toy Anxiety this week. It was a lot of fun. Um, happy birthday to Ryan Dole. Today's his birthday. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to run down uh, what else we have to get off our chest. We're going to Star Wars Celebration. That's what we're going to talk about on Patreon. Yep. Sign up for that. Sign up to hear our thoughts because yeah. we've got thoughts. They announced their first guests today. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they did. Will, be, will Warwick confirm? Will Warwick, will Warwick Davis be at Star Wars Celebration? <laughs> will Jacob Walsh finally get the sit down that he deserves? The one on one conversation. Warwick and Walsh. <laughs> yeah. The new spit off podcast. <laughs> YHS on Ireland. Each episode we talk about. Um, uh, five minutes of the Leprechaun movie. Every episode is the next yeah. five minutes. Yes. Okay. Then I can do a Willow episode. Also, just spitballing. I want to do some YHS trading cards. I want to make that happen with some like signed yeah. cards. We get Mark Halton to sign some cards. We'll get Trevor Morgan. Oh, we'll get idea, Logan yeah. Kim. We'll get. There'll be a YHS card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's mm-hmm. do. Howie that. Mandel. <sighs> Paul. Did you open me. it? Paul yeah, I did. I got it right here. Uh, Jake's going to show us something. Yep. The Howie Mandel signed card that, that comes with it. the new. That is awesome. You know, I probably should get it because I have Dude, a Zach. I, I've got the first Gremlins um, <laughs> Ultimate Gizmo signed by Zach Gallagher. Yeah. So buy it. All right. I just like that you could go to Target and buy a Howie Mandel. I know. <laughs> I love it. I wish they did a Phoebe Cates. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. We all do. <laughs> we, all wish, we all wish we could hang out with Phoebe Cates. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. Have some podcast. We will see you next week. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel or the podcast feed. Abigail, I'll give you the final thought. Uh, Littlest Pet Shop toys are fantastic. You should pick them up. Um, they make me very happy, and they're great to fidget with. That's my final thought. That's your final thought. Mm-hmm. All right, bye everybody. Bye y'all. Bye. <laughs>